Hello, sunshine. Welcome back to another episode of A Dose of Adela. I am your host, Carrie Adela. Happy July 1st. If you are listening to this today, happy July. If you're listening to this in this month, it is my month. It is my season. I am a Cancer sun, moon, and Mars. And also my birthday is on July 17th. So it's my month. Um, (laughs) It is also the second half of 2022 officially. Um, Yeah, what a ride it has been. What a ride it has been. I don't even know where to start. I don't know where to start. But I will say that I am grateful for the past six months in so many different ways. I... I'm back. I'm back. I want to start off by saying that I have felt this sense of guilt for not showing up for my community, not showing up for my brand, my business, the bodega. And I don't feel that anymore. You know why? Because I needed support into me. I needed to be poured into I needed the last six months to solely focus on me, who I am, what I want, what I deserve, the vision. I deserve to do nothing. And now I'm back and I'm ready. And I have a lot planned for us. So, yeah. (laughs) If this is your first time hearing me, I am Carrie Adela, the founder of the Healthy Vibe Bodega. I create spaces, products events for women to come together to heal to build community to love to laugh and to grow yeah that is a part of what I do and I'm I'm a podcast host clearly (laughs) um but yeah this episode is about the summer it is about bodies it is about summer bodies and how I'm not here for none of this. But before I get into that, here's a quick update on what is happening this month in July. So first, we have my birthday. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, As you can tell, I'm a birthday person. And this is not just for me. This is for every single person in the world that I love. I believe that birthdays are a very, very special thing. And it's your own personal holiday. So if you are not into birthdays, I'm sorry. (laughs) But if you are, make sure that you celebrate yourself. Even if you're not, make sure that you celebrate yourself um, all the time, but especially on your birthday. So my birthday is Sunday, July 17th. And this year I have decided to launch or pre-launch my third affirmations act hell of excited this one is super special it's super different from my last two decks and i have been waiting (laughs) to announce this i announced it this morning if you're on the mailing list if you're not you're finding out now so with the box it's gonna be a pre-order It's a deck of 44 cards again, because, you know, that is my number, 44. And it's affirmations that I need on this part of the journey during this season. So the affirmation deck doesn't just come with a deck. It's a box. It is a birthday box. (laughs) 
Um, it is the Bodega's first self-care box. And in the box, you will have your affirmation deck, your journal, your mug, and a few surprises. So that is July 17th. I will continue to post more information every day as we get closer. So mark your calendar because that is coming. Again, it is a pre-order. So that means that you're going to order it now. And in a couple of weeks, you'll have it in your hand. Okay? Okay. What else is happening in July? July 23rd, I am co-hosting um, an event with an amazing, amazing, amazing woman, the owner of Your Dream Wall here in Houston at Athleta. So I don't know if you're familiar with Athleta. It's an athleisure, I think that's how you say it, <laughs> athleisure brand. Um, and that is a vision board wellness event. It's going to be on July 23rd from 8 to 10 in the morning. So you have no excuse. It's not in the middle of the day. It's early. Start your day with us. Start your weekend with us. Everything can be found um, in the description of this episode. What else is happening? <laughs> um, inner Child Workshop and inner teen, inner teen Workshop. Inner Child Workshop will be Wednesday, July 13th. And Inner Teen will be Wednesday, July 20th. Both will be at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. That's 8.30 Eastern. And what time is that? Um, <laughs> West Coast time, that's what? seven five thirty. So 5.30. Um, and how's that it? That's it for events. I'm like flustered today. Clearly you can hear it. Um, what else? <laughs> what else is happening? Those are the things that I'm really excited about. Oh, of course. So my birthday, inner teen, inner child, vision board, and my books are open for one-on-one sessions. As my birthday gift to you, you can receive 25% off of a 30-minute or an hour session with me. All you have to do is enter happy B-Day for the code. That's it. Um, yeah. So those are the updates. Now let's get into it. Let's talk about summer bodies. Let's talk about body images. You know, recently I've had a few conversations about body image. I mean, I'm always talking about body image. It is never ending, whether it's something I want to do, something I don't want to do. It just seems to always come up. And I really wanted to talk about this whole thing of summer bodies and every single summer Every single summer. It never fails. Summer bodies are talked about. People are like, I got to lose weight. I need to fit into this. I can't wear this. I don't want to wear this. I wish I could wear this. And then you have all the body positive pages. I like, girl, put the two piece on. And I'm not here to tell you that. I'm not here to tell you to put on a two piece. I'm not here to tell you to put on the bikini. I'm not here to tell you none of that. I am here to tell you to put on whatever it is that you want to put on that makes you feel good, right? I understand that not everybody wants to wear two-piece. Not everybody is at that level of confidence. And also, a lot of these pages that are telling you to put on this two-piece don't even have a roll, a chicho, a cellulite, a nothing, <laughs> a nothing. <laughs> and... While it's a it's a beautiful message, right? I'm not against the message. It's hard to receive the message 
when the person giving it does not understand the struggle. And that is my issue. That is my issue. Um, But with that being said, I'm also tired of people (sighs) focusing so much on losing weight. Like on this idea of having a summer body. You have a body, girl, that is a summer body, fall body, winter body, spring body. It is a year round body. Okay. You do not need to have a body for a particular season. You do not need to look a certain way for a particular season. The body that you have is good enough. The body that you have is perfect. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. Bodies do not have flaws. People have flawed mindsets. Okay. Bodies do not have flaws. People have flawed mindsets. Okay. Write that down. (laughs) Write it down. Post it somewhere to remind yourself. Your body is perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. And I've been sitting thinking about a lot of where my own insecurities come from. Because yes, I do put on a two-piece. And I don't give a fuck. Okay? Does that mean that I love every single part all the time? Hell no. My rolls be rolling. (laughs) My chichos be chichoing. Like, I have... (laughs) All of the things that I think about, but also I have a body. I have a functioning body. Like I have an amazing body that has carried me for 37 years, almost 37. That's carried a child, that's birthed a child that literally has kept me alive, moving, healthy all of these years. So I like to separate that. I like to think of my body not as just this this physical thing that people look at, but like what it actually does, right? But I've been thinking about my own insecurities and where that comes from. And I have two stories that I really want to share. And (sighs) I tell you, our families, I'll be the first ones to fuck us up. And I say that with love because ain't none of us perfect, but our families be the first ones to fuck us up. Okay. Our families, they did it to us. Society is next, absolutely, right? Because no matter how much we love ourselves in this world, society is always going to tell us, no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't love yourself because you don't look like society's standards. Society is always going to tell us what we should look like, what we should be doing, what we should be eating, what we should be drinking, especially if you're a fat woman in this world. Right? Right? It is so hard to be a fat person and do anything. And I'm going to share this because I realized it today. I go to the gym. And if you know me, you follow me on social media, you know that I've always loved the gym. I always stress working out, not just for losing weight. I never stress it for losing weight. If that happens, cool. If it doesn't, cool. But I stress it because for me, it allows me to clear my mind It allows me to tap in spiritually, (laughs) to be grounded. It has so many other benefits, right? And I go to the gym. And this week I've been going. And there's a personal trainer. And I realize I am triggered by this woman. Every time I see her. She has given me her card a couple of times. Didn't ask for it. She just gave it to me. 
Now, immediately in my brain, I go, my brain is like, oh, it's because I'm fat. You think I need a trainer. Whether that's the case or not, that is where my brain goes. Is that okay? I mean, no. But based on the world that we live in, shit. For me, it's a truth, right? She sees an opportunity. Is that true? (laughs) Maybe not. But for me, again, it is. So I think it was Monday. I get to the gym. I like to work out early. And she's like, good morning. I'm like, hey. And this day I'm like, okay, but I'm already, my, my guard is up a little bit because, again, every time I've seen her, she gives me a business card. And I'm like, oh, God, please don't give me a business card. Please don't talk to me. Please, like, just leave me alone. I just, I just want to walk. I just want to do the elliptical. That's it. So she's like, hey, you know, whatever. And the whole time my guard is up, like, my spidey senses are going off. I'm just like, I can't work out like this. I cannot. She's talking to me. She's training somebody else. But I see her watching me. And I'm just like, please don't let this lady come over and give me a car because she's going to get cursed out today. Today will be the fucking day that she will get cursed out. And (laughs) I left. And the next day, I was just like, shit. She's here again. I came out a different time, but she was still there. I was like, what the fuck? She's like, welcome back. She was like, now that's discipline. I'm like, oh my God. Lady, I work out. You just don't see me. <laughs> you just don't see me. Um, <laughs> and then she's just like, she's talking to somebody else, waiting for her clients to get there. And again, I feel her. And I just keep thinking like, this lady better not come over and tell me what I need to be doing or what I should be doing instead. And she hasn't done any of these things. Again, this is my own, like, (sighs) this is me being triggered from the world that we live in, from social media, from everything. I've heard horror stories from people on social media about trainers and just people when fat people are at the gym, right? So this time, it's just like, I feel her watching me. And she was. And I'm just like, shit. What the hell? So as I'm leaving, I'm just like, I can't do this. I'm going to get my 30 minutes in and I'm going to bounce. Got my 30 minutes in and I just have my headphones and I was just like, I'm going to leave. She's like, have a good day. Like mad loud. (laughs) Like staring at me. I'm looking at her like, you too. Like you too. So then I go, I change my schedule completely because I'm like, I don't want to see her. I don't want to do this. No, we're not doing this. And she wasn't there. But then today, and this is why I'm sharing this story. Today, I realized that <laughs> this is probably just me, you know, projecting. I see her again today, but I was so dry and short. And it just made me realize, like, I had to process this for myself. Because this woman has not tried. Granted, she's done a few things that I haven't liked. But she hasn't tried. Right? She saw me today. She's like, hey. She was like, mad excited and happy and nice and maybe that's just fucking her but because of my experience I am taking it out on her so I was dry as hell and one thing I say about myself is I'm kind I was not kind I was just like hi (laughs) and I kept walking um and she didn't say bye to me today when she left and I'm like okay I really need to sit with this and so I'm sitting with this with you as you are listening I really need to sit with this because 
one, I'm I'm going to work out. I refuse to allow anybody to get in my head and make me feel like I have to change my schedule to avoid. I'm not avoiding anything. I need to address this with myself. So I'm saying it out loud to remind myself to really address this and what it is. But also, I know that I'm not the only person that feels like this. When we go to the gym and we're fat, we're like, we just want to work out for whatever our reason is, whether it's to clear our mind, whether it's to lose weight, whether it's to fucking just work our lungs, whatever. We just want to work out and not be bothered. That's it. So, yeah, that's been my experience this week. Again, this woman has not done anything to me. And I know that. Again, I know that. I'm trying to process that. But <laughs> I would love to hear your experiences at the gym and what that's like. Because I don't know why this has me this triggered. But it does. All right. Now into my stories. So I was talking about losing weight, body image, all of that. And I think about the first person that ever told me that I needed to work out. And the first person to tell me that I needed to move my body. And where my insecurities come come from, right? Because like I said, I have I have insecurities like all of us. And one thing that I've stopped doing, before I get into the story, one thing that I've stopped doing is constantly posting about insecurities to make other people feel comfortable or make other people, you know, feel like they're not alone because that doesn't benefit me. I'm sorry. I used to post about, yeah, you got cellulite. I'm not here to post my insecurities. I'm not here to post what the world deems as flaws to get praise or to, I don't want to do that. Like, this is just my fucking body. It is what it is. I'm not brave because I put on a bikini. I'm not brave because I post a picture on the internet. Like, none of that shit is brave to me at all. I'm just being me and appreciating the body that I have. But so I go into where I got my first insecurity. You want to know what my biggest insecurity is? It's my legs. My legs, these thick old thighs, because I have always had cellulite. And not just a little bit, you know, like people put, no, I have a lot of cellulite. And I am very insecure about it. And I realized where that came from. So when I was about nine years old, I remember sitting on the couch next to my mother. (laughs) And minding my business in my own little world, as I always am, my mother begins to poke my thighs. Yes, poke, poke them. She begins to poke my thighs <laughs> and starts to tell me, oh, you need to do something with that. You need to do something about that. You got to move like you got to move your body. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? My mother, if you don't know, my mother's always been a very skinny woman, very slim her entire life. And the more I reflect back on my mama. And my childhood and watching her as an older woman, my mother has, is very fat phobic. And I love my mother as much as she, you know, she got her own shit. But my mother is fat phobic. Because I realized that my mother, even at this age, she's always like, oh, they can't wait. They don't look good. Or, oh, you can't, like, she's always fixated on weight. And I don't know what her story is or whatever that is. But 
I realized me and my son were talking about it because I, I think she said something to him or about someone else, not him, but like was talking about someone else. And I was like, yo, your grandmother is very fat phobic. <laughs> she has a lot of issues with fat people. And I find it ironic because her mother, my grandmother, is a fat woman. So, yeah. So my mother has <laughs> caused me throughout my years of my life to really fixate on my legs and my legs are something that I'm always working on always like trying to massage my cellulite away <laughs> always trying to always trying to just be like what the fuck and yes I can put on a two-piece but if you realize I really don't wear dresses because I feel like two pieces you will wear them at the beach or whatever I don't wear dresses often I don't wear shorts often. Do I put them on? Yeah, because this shit is hot. I live in Houston. It is 100 degrees here, like, almost every day. I'm going to put on some shorts and dresses. But do I feel 100%? No. No. And I realized that that comes from my mother. So I've been sitting, you know, doing this inner child work and really meditating with this, really sitting with this, really, like, my mother done fucked me up, man. <laughs> My mother fucked me up. Um, and I'm just like, lady, I have all these insecurities. You told me I needed to lose weight. You told me I needed to move my body. You told me I needed to walk. But you fed me. You would feed me a lot, often, all the time. <sighs> so that was that, right? Another issue that I had that I do not have anymore is body hair. One, I really don't like hair. I know that's a thing for me, but I also, like, don't care. When I say hair, I mean, like, hair on your head, all of that. Like, hair is just like, oh. But when I was a teenager, not just a child, when I was a teenager, I realized that my brother did this shit to me. My brother also used to call me fat. <laughs> um, If you have an older brother and... He is loving and compassionate and never made fun of you. What is that like? Because I don't know. I do not know. My older brother, yes, he 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 made sure nobody else picked on me. Nobody fucked with me. But he fucked with me. He picked on me. <sighs> my brother is probably the reason why I'm just like, ugh. My brother's also skinny. My older brother. So it was my mother, my older brother, two skinny people and so my little brother came along who's my favorite sibling and he's not skinny but <laughs> it's two people right um it's also okay for boys to be fat by the way in this world if you haven't noticed that's another thing growing up in a latinx home being the only girl then being the fat girl is very different from being the fat son another story but whatever so, my brother, <laughs> before I get to the body hair, there was a time my brother had like a fold-up cot in his room. And I remember him being with him. It was him, his girlfriend, and me. And I was in the room with them, and I was sitting on this fold-up bed. And I got up. I was about 11. Was it 11? I was about 11. I got up from the bed, and guess what happened? The bed closed. And he said, he said to me, he was like, damn, you that fat? Now, my brother's six years older than me. 
So to be 11 or around that age, maybe I was younger, 10, 11, to have a 16, 17 year old, your brother say that to you. I am being a cancer child. I cried. I ran to my room and just cried hysterically. Like he called me fat. He thinks I'm fat. And back then being fat is like the worst, worst thing in the world. Right. So he called me fat. His girlfriend was like, also skinny. She was like a size zero. No exaggeration. Um, I was way bigger than her, weighed more than her. <laughs> she was like, how could you say that to her? And she like hit him and then came in the room. And I'm like, I don't want this skinny girl talking to me. <laughs> That's all I remember. Like, I don't want this skinny girl talking to me about anything because she doesn't understand. But she came in anyway and she tried to comfort me. And then he came and I remember he chuckled and was like, I didn't mean that. Like, I'm sorry. Like, but you said it. And that sat with me forever. And then, and then, I will never forget where my body hair thing came from. I'm hairy. <laughs> I have no problems. I don't know because my mother doesn't have no hair on her body. Clearly, I have everybody's hair. I have very hairy arms. Very, very, very hairy arms. And I remember I was with my brother and we had just come from seeing my nephew. We went to McDonald's and we were sitting in there with his friends. And again, he's six years older than me, so he's dating. Clearly, he had a child, so he's fucking, right? So his friends, whatever. Little old me, I think I was like 12, 13. I'm just sitting there listening to them. He starts talking about the one thing he hates on girls. Aside from like he has a certain type of body, but the one thing that he hates is arm hair. And there I am at freaking 13, 12, 13, looking down at my hairy ass arms and thinking, oh my God, guys are not going to like me. Guys are going to think I'm disgusting. First of all, I'm fat. Guys already don't like me. This is, you know, what you have in your brain. Um, not true, men. <laughs> Love. All types, all types of women. Um, but like back then, this is what I thought, right? And now I'm fucking hairy. Oh my God, men do not like girls with hairy arms. What the fuck? I, from that day forward, if it was 50 degrees, if it was 100 degrees, I had on a long sleeve shirt or a jacket. And I'm going to post a picture. I'm going to find it and post it on Instagram. My senior trip in the eighth grade was at an amusement park. It's hot, right? It's hot in June. I had on a jacket. I had on a jacket. Why did I have on a jacket? Because it was hot. <laughs> right? That was the question. Why did I have on a jacket? Because it was hot. I had on a jacket because I have hairy arms. And people don't like hairy arms, especially guys. And I didn't want the guys to see my hairy arms in the eighth grade when I really started liking boys and all of this, right? I'm going to post that picture. I'm going to find it. Everybody's like, girl, you're not hot. You're not hot. You're not hot. Every day in school, I would have on a jacket or a long sleeve. And one day, my teacher, Mrs. Orsini, who I love so much. Shout out to Mrs. Orsini for being the most amazing human ever. Mrs. Orsini came to me and she starts telling me a story about her late husband 
Um, also, can we talk about how I attract a lot of people in my life who have lost partners or children? <sighs> Again, that's another story for the work that I do and the reason why I do the things that I do. But anyway, there's something that I really remember about her because she was telling this story about her late husband and she pulled my jacket up. I'll never forget this shit. We were sitting there, me and a couple of my other friends, we would spend lunch with her. That's how much I love my teacher. Like you had that teacher that, you know, <laughs> you would just spend time after school, during lunch break, like whenever you could, you would just chill with your teacher. Teacher, Like that was me. That was Miss Oshini for me. And she took my arm in front of my friends, close friends, and pulled my jacket up. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, she said, this is beautiful. Like, this is beautiful. And I was just like, it's not. Like, it's not. It's not beautiful. It's disgusting. It's fucking hair. And my brother told me that hairy girls are nasty. And <laughs> it's not even not nasty. Disgusting was his word. We're disgusting. But... <sighs> She pulled my jacket up and she told me, because she had hairy arms. (laughs) And she said to me, her husband, her late husband, always reminded her of the, like, her beauty and all the things that were beautiful to her, including her hairy arms. And I don't know if this story was true, but she told it to me. And I was just like, wow. And she reminded me, like, her husband loved her hairy arms and told her that it was a sign of beauty in women wherever he was from, and reminded me that it was beautiful. But at that point, it didn't matter because it had already been ingrained in my brain that it's nasty, that it's disgusting, that nobody's going to want me and nobody's going to want to date me because I have hairy arms. So she told me this beautiful story, tried to validate me, tried to comfort me, tried to undo what my brother did. But, you know, being a teenager like no this one person said this thing so this is a fact how many of us can relate to that how many of us have a negative thing that was told to us and despite all the positive shit despite how many times people said it wasn't true we still have that in our mind so fast forward after graduation to the summertime I went and got me some near and I stood in the shower and I neared my arms. And you know, near fucking stinks. That shit is strong. And you just got to wait. I don't know how many minutes. Is it like seven? Whatever. Wait the amount of time. My mother barges into the bathroom. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm standing in the shower. Freaking with my arms out with near all over. From my, the top of my shoulder. Because when I tell you, I got hairy arms. To freaking my hand. Okay. And she's like, what are you doing? (laughs) And she starts screaming. I'm like, you ain't got no hair in your body, so you don't understand. Mind your own body. Okay? And ever since then, I have shaven, shaved, shaven, whatever. I've shaved my arms. Shaving a word. Shaved. Whatever. If you're new here, I have issues with words and pronouncing things. Whatever. But (laughs) so I shaved my arms. And I realized last year I stopped. So this summer, I'm looking at my arms and I'm like, oh shit, my hair arm is turning blonde. But bigger, oh shit, I have hair on my arms and I no longer care. 
I have taken my power back. I have said, fuck you. And even though I'm almost 37, who cares if, you know, it took me all these years. But I've taken that shit back. And I'm like, mm, there's nothing wrong with arm hair. There's nothing wrong with body hair. There's nothing wrong with your body. And I swear I've been screaming that, like, but I've really been looking. Like, my arm hair did turn blonde um, <laughs> from this Houston heat. But it really took me back. And if I could tell, like... If me and little Carrie, we have little conversations all the time, but I'm constantly reminding her, like, yo, we good. Our bodies are perfect. All this hair is fine. <laughs> we don't need to shave if we don't want to. We damn sure are not shaving our arms ever again. That is not happening. Um, we might pluck the hair on our toes because, yeah. Um, but <laughs> that's about it. Like, And so I wrap this up to say... I want you to think about your body stories. I want you to think about, you know, what what do you think of when you think of the summer, right? Are you are you one of those people like, oh shit, fuck, summer's coming, I gotta lose weight? Because one, no, you don't. Um, and two, where does that come from? Are you someone who's afraid to put something on? Why is that? You know? Is there something you wanna put on, but you're like, mm, put that shit on. If it's a one piece, if it's a jumper, if it's a romp, put it on. Put it on for you. You know, you don't got to put this shit on and get on social media and be like, look at me. If you want to, cool, but put it on for you. Put it on for little you, your inner child, your inner teen. My inner teen wanted to wear certain things so bad. So bad. And I'm spending my summer putting all that shit on. Whatever it was, Right? The last story I'm going to tell, because now that I'm thinking about it and, you know, this inner team workshop, <laughs> the summer I met my baby daddy. Um, the summer I met my baby daddy, I was a camp counselor. Guess what camps do? They go to pools. They go to water parks. Guess who never got in the water? Me. Guess who always had her period <laughs> once a week for the entire summer? Because she's just like, mm, I can't get in the pool. I'm like, I'm a period. That was me. Why? Because I was too ashamed of my body. And child, I wish I had my little body back then. Like, oh my God. But I was too ashamed to ever put on a bathing suit. I was ashamed for my son's, like, even when he was little. I think up until he was like seven. I was ashamed to put on anything and like go outside, be in front of people. What? No. Yeah, because of what my mother did, because of what my brother did, because of what society has told me. And I'm taking my power back. And I hope that, you know, you do too if you feel the way I feel. Fuck this whole diet culture. You got to lose weight. You got to do this. You don't have to do any of those things to be happy in your body. Because guess what? Even if you want to lose weight, if you do not begin to do the work and start loving on you now, when you lose the weight, it's not going to magically happen as someone who's lost a lot of weight and gained it back. But as someone who's lost a lot of weight, you're not going to magically love your body. You're not going to lose 50 pounds. You're not going to lose 100 pounds and then be like, oh, I love me so much. If you haven't done the other shit first, if you haven't done it on the journey. So I want you to do some reflection and like, 
really think about why do you want to lose weight? Why, why are you afraid to put things on? Where do your insecurities come from? And how are you going to start loving on you more? And don't get it twisted. Because I know people be like, love yourself. You got to love yourself. Oh my, Yes, you got to love yourself, girl. But also, you're not going to like yourself sometimes. You're not going to like every single part of your body. That's not, it's not true. It's not the case. It's no. It's very normal to have days where you don't even like nothing. Okay? Where you don't, you're not feeling yourself. You think you're ugly. You think you that. Those days are normal. Those days are normal. It is normal to not like things. It's normal to have, you know, certain feelings and that's normal. But you should absolutely love yourself and say fuck people's opinions, fuck people's thoughts, fuck people's, you know, diet culture, fuck this whole, you know, you have to, this is what your body has to look like. You can't have a waist. You got to have a fat ass and big, t- I'm like, fuck all that shit, child. Fuck all of it. <laughs> Fuck all of it. Okay, one last time. And I know that's hard. And I know that shit is hard. I know that's hard. We think that we're supposed to have a certain shape, a certain body size, a certain weight, a certain this, a certain that. And we don't. We were all created differently. But beautifully. I believe that in my heart. That is something I believe. Like, we were all created differently but beautifully. We were not meant to be the same size. We were not meant to be the same shape. We were not meant to be the same anything. We weren't. So, yeah. Those are some of my body stories. I will definitely be sharing more in the inner child and the inner teen workshops this month. But... The biggest thing I want you to do is to reflect. Use this episode, which will resume back on Wednesdays next week. But use this episode as as a journal prompt, right? But summer body, what does summer body mean to me? What what is my body's reaction when I hear that? What do I think of when I hear the summer? What What do I think of when I think of putting on a bathing suit? What do I think? Like, what do you feel? What's your body's response? What's happening? And know that you don't have to have a certain body, a certain shape to wear anything. Okay? Tell them Carrie said. Okay? Carrie said so. (laughs) Carrie said I look the fuck good as I am because you do. Okay? So, yeah. As usual, that was all over the place. But, I mean... Would it be a good episode if it wasn't? Would it be a dose of Adela if it wasn't? No, it wouldn't. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear your feelings on this summer body, um, body positivity, which I'm very body neutral. That is where I stand. Body neutral. <laughs> no positive, no negatives. We just neutral with this. Okay. But yeah, so look out for the workshops. Visit the Healthy Vibe Bodega. Know that that is the only place that you can work with me is through, you know, the Healthy Vibe Bodega. Email me, Carrie Adela. 
Um, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at Carrie Adela. I only have one page. I will never, ever, ever, ever DM you. I need to say that because we live in a world of spammers and scammers, unfortunately. So, yeah. But go check out the website. Shoot me an email if you would love to continue this conversation. If you would love to be an, a, a podcast guest, shoot me an email. Um, yeah, but... Until next week, I am so grateful that you tuned in and I will talk to you next time. Bye.